This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Time to open CRP. Buta Judge defends EV Focus. Cattle Bill Update. Economist. CRP is relief valve to Ukraine crisis. A leading U.S. ag economist thinks the Biden administration may have to open up the Conservation Reserve Program to this cropping year because of grain shortages that could result from a crisis in the Ukraine. I am convinced it's going to be the biggest supply shock to global grain markets in my lifetime. That University of Illinois economist Scott Irwin saying in a series of tweets. He goes on to say he believes the world, quote, desperately needs additional acres for grain production in 2022. The only policy lever I can think of in the hands of the U.S. government is to open up the Conservation Reserve Program for cropping on a one-year emergency basis. About 22 million acres are now enrolled in CRP, with a heavy concentration in the upper Midwest and Plain states. All of the acreage is former cropland. USDA is currently conducting a general sign-up for the program, but any new acreage won't come into the program until the fall. I take note in response to Irwin, a Kansas farmer said the CRP acreage is environmentally sensitive and currently bone dry. Most of the central and southern plains is under moderate to extreme drought conditions. And why it matters. Well, the situation of the Black Sea, where many ports and grain warehouses are shuttered, is continuing to royal U.S. futures on Wednesday. The May contract for hard red winter wheat at the Kansas City Board of Trade closed at 10.78, up 75 cents for the day. Similarly, the Chicago Board of Trade's May price for soft red winter wheat closed at 10.59, also up 75 cents. Key senator seeks tariffs on Russian goods. Lawmakers are coming up with several new ways to punish Russia for increasingly violent invasion of Ukraine. For one example, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, the Oregon Democrat, has proposed a bill allowing the U.S. to raise tariffs on Russian goods by revoking Russia's permanent normal trade relations status. Now keep in mind, Russia doesn't export much in the way of ag or food products to the U.S. Russia shipped about $69 million worth of snack food, tree nuts, vegetable oil, and dairy products in 2019. The U.S. used to export some poultry to Russia, but that ended in 2014. Russia, reacting to U.S. sanctions over its invasion of Crimea, banned U.S. ag commodities. Buted Judge defends EV push. The Biden administration came into criticism at a Senate hearing yesterday for pushing ahead with the deployment of electric vehicle infrastructure over expanding biofuel usage. Senator Joni Ernst, the Iowa Republican, told Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg the administration isn't taking into account the carbon emissions from building EVs and powering them with electricity produced with fossil fuels. Buttigieg defended the administration's focus on EVs, but said the administration also was pushing for the development of sustainable aviation fuel, a biofuel that can be made from a variety of feedstocks. Buttigieg says electric vehicles still have a lower carbon emission than conventional vehicles, even if the power is generated from fossil fuels.
We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Bozeman, Ag Panel waiting on USDA on cattle market bill. The Senate Ag Committee's top Republican says the panel is waiting to move forward on a livestock market reform bill until details of the legislation can be worked out with USDA. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman told reporters sponsors of the bill are, quote, trying to address any concerns they have from a technical perspective. Bozeman didn't offer what specific details USDA is weighing in on. There's always things like that in legislation. Words really do make a difference. So we have a lot of lawyers poring over these and policy people, so it takes a while, Bozeman said. The bill would introduce a number of new regulations to the cattle market, but the real sticking point is a regional mandate for cash trades. Bayer announces EPA approval of new corn seed trades. EPA has appointed registrations of traits in a new corn seed Bayer plans to commercialize in 2024. The seed will, for the first time, combine three BT-based modes of action in Bayer's Tricepta technology package with a RNAi-based mode of action, providing above-ground and below-ground protection against pests such as corn earworm, western bean cutworm, and corn rootworm. Field trials are scheduled for this year and next, with the potential to launch commercial volumes as early as 2024, pending state registrations, Bayer said. Consumer Brands says it can afford to pay $9 million to settle Washington case. The Consumer Brands Association says its strong balance sheet means the food manufacturing group can pay $9 million to settle a long-running case involving campaign finance violations in Washington state. Over the past several years, Consumer Brands has rebuilt its membership, substantially grown its annual revenue, and earned the confidence of the industry. That's CBA President and CEO Jeff Freeman. That confidence leads to a strong balance sheet that empowers the association to settle the Washington case and make investments in new industry programs. CBA and the state announced an agreement yesterday to settle the litigation. It will pay the state $6 billion and give $1.5 million each to two state anti-hunger groups, Food Lifeline and Northwest Harvest. You can read our story about the settlement at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. We're trying. That Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrat, when a reporter asked him about prospects for passing a pared-down version of President Biden's Build Back Better bill, Schumer said there are, quote, a lot of discussions going on among senators. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.